You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. another episode of Black Hair in the Big Leagues, you guys. Oh my goodness. I am so excited. I'm here in D.C. today. I just moved here a couple days ago. I'm not sure when this episode will air, but um, it's just a new scenery and I'm looking at a fresh face, somebody who I've never gotten to meet before. You guys, you hear me say we love a Black-owned business and today I'm speaking to a badass Black entrepreneur. Please help me welcome the founder of The Main Hookup, Jade Phillips. Thanks for having me. I'm really excited to be on the show. And yeah, and well, well, hi to all of the listeners that you usually hear. Hi, how are you today? I'm good. I'm good. It's like super dark outside where I am, guys, because the clocks have changed. So <laughs> you in London. You're in London. So you said yeah. right before we joined this call that it's like 4 p.m. over there? Yep, it's 4. It's 4 in the afternoon and it's already dark. It's, oh, my god! It's winter time. <laughs> I feel like for me, 5 p.m., like that is a really early time for it to be dark, but I can't yeah. imagine 4 p.m. Yeah. It's, it's that time of year. <laughs> We're officially in winter. Shoot, man. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Well, I still want to go out to London and visit because I love it there. And you guys speak English. I love Paris, but I'm like, all I move, I don't know how to say. <laughs> no, London is amazing. Um, I'm born and bred here, so I've been here my whole life. And genuinely, I think it's one of the best places to be. So anyone that has a chance to visit, I know restrictions and all at the moment, but when, when that starts to calm down, I definitely recommend it. Right on. Oh, I love that. And I also love how you're wearing your hair today. Um for those who can't see, can you describe it? <laughs> I have just kinky twists in at the moment. I actually got this hair from the States because I couldn't find it anywhere <laughs> in the UK. Really? So it's like a particular brand of expressions hair. Um, and it's just, it's really light. It's really, really soft. Uh, I do loads of running. So when I have my hair in braids and twists, I always try and choose something that's quite light. Otherwise it gets really irritating when you've been like, doing your runs every day for a few weeks and it's like oh this feels heavy now um oh your runs like literally jogging yeah literally I, I I do track and field so when I'm not working I'm running um so when I'm choosing a hairstyle 
it just has to be super practical in a sense that I want it to protect my hair, but I also don't want it to be super heavy or get in the way because it, it can be a problem. I've seen people do like way, way more creative stuff than me. And I'm like, I don't know how you do that and run. <laughs> but right. I like just having a really simple style. So for me, twists are really, really easy. They also don't take too long. I mean, it's like probably about four hours to sit down and have this done because they're also not too, too long either. They're just past like my shoulders. So you always get it done. Yeah, always. I usually, I, I went back to my natural hair about four years ago. Um, and I just, that's kind of how I started building main hookup really, but I went back to my natural hair four years ago and I just usually keep it in some kind of protective style. So whether it's braids or twists, um, it just means that it's easy for me to manage and to keep tucked away so that when I'm training, it's not difficult for me to like handle if I have super long braids or twists that can just be a pain when you're doing a run-in session right and not practical for what you're doing so I read when when I was like researching you and everything that you went natural or started transitioning in 2018 is that right yeah just before then um and I think I just kind of had enough of (laughs) of relaxing my hair I just got really tired of it and I was like, yeah, actually, I'd just rather go back to my natural hair. Um, and it was it was a process. It was like learning how to look after my hair all over again, because you don't treat yourself, the, treat your hair the same way when it's relaxed versus when it's natural. Um, I've got like really, really thick, like really dense, curly, feet, forcey hair. Um, so it was like literally, oh, how do I manage this how do I learn how to look after my hair from beginning to end and then it was also like how do I find somebody that can help me through this process right Um, so and that's the thing so I I'm like I get excited because I transitioned in I say transition oh yeah I mean I went natural full-time in 2018 too so I'm like I know I understand Like, (laughs) like let's do this and I'm still learning about this freaking thing on my head and how to rock it and like all of the things but that first like decision I didn't have um relaxed hair but I pressed my hair I would straighten that and I would go over it again and again if it wasn't straight enough and then I hid my hair for so long under wigs because I didn't like like it wasn't because I loved wigs it was because I didn't like my hair so Mm -hmm. and I feel like there's a difference there you know um but that transition of um, being so used to seeing a straighter look, going from yeah. that to how your hair actually grows out of your head or going to more natural textures can yeah. be so frustrating. I was frustrated. How did you feel? <laughs> it was a mixture. There was part of me that's like, oh, this is just so refreshing, not having to like constantly go back to the hairdressers every like five weeks to get my roots redone. I was like, this is great because I can just put it in braids or twists or some kind of style and then leave it alone. (laughs) So there was that kind of, oh, I can get up and go in the morning. That made me feel super productive. There was one less thing to do. Um, But it was also kind of learning how to see myself with my hair again. Because you get like, you get so used to seeing yourself with straight hair and that becomes your norm when actually it isn't your norm. And so, and also when you're at the very beginning, because I had really, really short hair, I had, I'd relaxed my hair and it was like shoulder length. And then I got sick of that and I kind of cut it off. So it was like boy short. 
Um, so I literally started with a teeny tiny afro. <laughs> and so it was like learning how to deal with that and be like, okay, I can't really style this right now because it's short. And I waited for the straight ends to fall out. I didn't cut my hair off. I just waited. I was like, I'm going to wait for it to grow out. And then like the last few straggly bits, I cut those off like way, way, way further down the line. But um, it was just learning how to see my face again in the kind of a different light with a different set of hair and being like, oh, this is actually what my hair looks like. This is what I need to learn to love. And it was really interesting because I loved seeing natural hair on other people. I didn't really know how I felt about my hair at the beginning I was like uh I'm not sure how this looks on me like does it and it's weird you're like does it suit me and like but actually that's your hair it's your hair that's what you've been given so it does suit you you're just not used to seeing it because you've been straightening your hair or you've been covering up with other things for so long so um yeah it was a process I think I struggled with routine at the beginning so it was like, how do I, it was the the frustration for me was learning how to look after my hair again. That Ooh. that was the frustration because it's like, how, who do I learn from? Like what information is trustworthy? There are so many people that have so many different ideas of what you should and shouldn't do with your hair. And that really varies depending on the texture, depending like people's things like porosity and density, which is something that people don't really talk about. People talk about curl patterns, but that's like very two dimensional when you just look at that um when it comes to your hair so I was I felt really lost at the beginning to be fair there was so much information uh, and it was like understanding what to filter and what to use and that's what I think can be quite tricky at the moment we're in we we live in a day and age where we can consume so much information on a daily basis so so much information it's like okay cool what what's right for me um that might have worked for X, Y, and Z person, but that doesn't necessarily mean it will work right. for me and for my hair. Were you ever tempted once you transitioned to get a relaxer again? No. Funnily enough that I've never, I, I went to my natural hair and I was like, no, I'm done. What? <laughs> I'm done. Hey, I'm this not... is inspiring. Please tell me more. <laughs> even today I'm like, man, I sure could go for a blowout. <laughs> like, you were never tempted. You were like, I am done. Yeah, I was, I'm done. I'm done with like having to go back. And also there's just certain things that I, I didn't enjoy about getting my hair relaxed. I did not enjoy the feeling of when my scalp got burnt. Hate it. And there's nothing you can do because it's not your stylist's fault. She's not like, sometimes it's not even negligence. It's just your scalp might be more sensitive one month than another. One month, it's like, okay, I left this on your head for 10 minutes last month. It's been five minutes and now your scalp is burning. And <laughs> it's just things like that that were really unpredictable and really uncomfortable. I found that my hair actually broke more regularly when it was relaxed, since I've gone back to my natural hair, I don't really get that much breakage or even that much shedding. Um, And I I enjoy wash day. I know uh, that's not really normal. Most people hate it, but I actually enjoy (laughs) washing my hair. What? I I like it, despite the fact it takes a day, (laughs) like a whole day. I enjoy going through that process of actually looking after my hair. So doing that was kind of therapeutic in a way. And I was like, okay, cool, I can do this. So once I found my routine, it was finding the routine that took a lot of time and just listening. I found it really useful to listen to the advice of people who had hair that was 
a similar texture to mine from what I could see. So if I was going to look at somebody's YouTube video, I'd be like, it looks like her hair is kind of similar to mine. I read around, um, I spoke to people who know much, much more than me. So spoke to a couple of people who are trichologists or have been hairstylists for a few years and just took some product recommendations and ran with it. Did you ever like, when I was looking at videos of people who I thought looked like me, did you ever Mm. run into this problem? Which is I would look up videos of people whose curls I wanted. Not of the actual texture that I had. And I would get so frustrated because I'm like, it don't look the same. Yeah, (laughs) because you you ain't got those curls to leave. It's not the same. And that's the thing. It's like you have to also accept. And also not just accept, but also love what you have. So there's, I mean, there's loads of things within the community. Like there's lots of discrimination, not just against afro textured hair in the way that it's described and looked at like it's often looked at as a problem and I think a lot of the time we've internalized that so you know it's described as being difficult or it's stubborn or it takes too long like all of these things that we hear on a daily weekly monthly basis and that's what we naturally think when we think of our hair whereas actually it's just different it isn't it isn't difficult you just have to learn once you've learned it's actually quite easy because you know what works for your hair Um, what does and doesn't work so it's like going through that process to re-educate ourselves to be like okay this is what I have and it is wonderful in its own way and you've just got to figure out what does and doesn't work for you but I do think that it's so easy to fall into that trap of oh this person has amazing hair I appreciate the way their hair looks so I'm just going to listen to what they have to say and it's like you know what they've got like 3b hair you've got like 4C hair. It's, it's <laughs> Very different. <laughs> it's not going to work. <laughs> you know, I when I was looking at your website, uh, themainhookup.com, I saw that you had a little blurb on there, like saying Viola Davis and Gabrielle Union, um, mm. saying that there has been a problem trying to get Afro hairstyles on TV. And, and, you know, I have thought about this, but I didn't realize that there was an actual conversation about it. Like, what yeah. do you think? What's that all about? I think the 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 problem kind of stems from when people are trained to become hairstylists. So I don't know what it's like in the States, but in the UK, up until about a year ago, it wasn't mandatory for anybody that was taught about, you know, hairdressing to learn about Afro hair. That was not a mandatory part of the course. So it was like, you know, people could go and get additional training. So if you think about all the people who are going through that system who are learning to become hairdressers, if they aren't taught how to manage it by the time they get to a point that they're in a a television studio or you know they're on set for a theater or a play it's too late because they should have known before they got there so if they're then in front of cast members or tv crew or people who've been invited to interviews and they're just like I actually don't know what I'm doing with this texture of hair they should have been taught um before they even got to that stage but there's also there's there's some onus in terms of education and then there's also the industry itself that isn't hasn't put haven't put you know like people or black people black women black men they haven't prioritized them so when they're thinking about who they're hiring on set they don't think oh this person might need somebody who has specialist knowledge about how to manage their hair um and that just puts people in a problem so i'm can't remember who it was but there was an actress 
that said that, yeah, I bring my own hairstylist, I bring my own makeup artist, because guaranteed when I go on set, there's not going to be somebody who knows how to manage my hair, and somebody that in terms of makeup knows how to work with my skin tone. So I just bring those people with me to reduce headaches so that I don't get stressed out mm. and I just don't really like that's not acceptable if somebody's been asked to an interview or they've been asked to do a job it's the job of the people who have organized that to make sure that everybody has what they need so if they don't have a stylist or they don't have a makeup artist or whatever it is that they need you know they shouldn't have to source that themselves their work is to turn up and do their job and either act or to be interviewed or whatever else it is so yeah, I think that's that's been a problem for a while. Um, and it's just not been spoken about enough. Or even that, I think it's been spoken about, but it's just not been prioritised and been nobody's tried to fix that problem. Mm, I think now is the time, like, to, the more we can see it on screen, on stage. To me, it's like, oh gosh, I feel different two different ways about this. When I see it on screen, when I see it, when I go to see a Broadway play, I feel so inspired, like, okay, my sis is up there rocking it. Maybe yeah. maybe I can rock mine too. And now, yeah. like, I'm in a show right now, and they're like, Slisha, would you like us to make a wig that replicates your actual texture? And I'm like, <gasps> <laughs> is it beautiful? Are you sure? <laughs> so like the answer is yes like now it's my responsibility to freaking like take that torch and run with it so other people can be like she's doing it yeah but it's harder on this side because I'm still getting my confidence Jade I'm like oh my goodness (laughs) but that takes time and a lot of that is like I said it's unpicking all of the things that we've been taught right 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 reason that it takes so long for us to for lots of people to love their hair is because we've been taught all of these really negative things about our hair. Like I said, that it's difficult, yes. that it takes too long, right. that you know that people don't really know what they're doing. And it's like, actually, the hair isn't the problem. People, unfortunately, <laughs> are the problem. <laughs> say that one more. We're laughing, but say that again. The, the hair is not the problem. People are the problem. Because... The reality is, is that we've had Afro hair is not is not new. It didn't start growing out of people's scalps two minutes ago. It's been here for a very long time. Um, and it's down to us as people to prioritize, A, learning how to manage our hair properly, finding the right people to manage our hair. And for those who employ us when we're in positions where we need a stylist, it's down to the employer to then say, I'm going to make sure I hire somebody that can cater to afro hair as well as european hair because right now european hair european textured hair is the one that's prioritized all day every day right oh my goodness you are speaking so much truth our hair is not the problem it's people that's the problem we look how we look god was like i didn't make any mistakes no how long we gotta wait till you guys figure this out like this is Y'all are different for a reason. And it's the bomb. There's not one that's better than the other. Like, it's just, wow, a matter of prioritizing who, wow, Jade. We're going to cut for a short ad break. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Um, you know what I love about you? And talking about all these things and talking about your journey and, your, and how you've transitioned and everything. I, I sense, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I sense a lot of joy in your process. Which yeah. I find actually... I find that unique because a lot of times in transitioning, there can be pain there or shame or embarrassment and listening to you, you're like, Oh, wow, that never went back. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. This is great. I keep my hair short like this. It only took me four hours. It works for my lifestyle. It's cool. Right? Like there's so much joy in it. And it feels to me, it's like a reminder that, we can go through this life and we can make things hard or we yeah. can make things easy. Yeah, things don't 100%. all have to be, not everything has to be hard. No, but it's also like, just accept the process. I do feel that some of this lack of joy comes from this obsession with length. Like I wasn't so fix it. I want my hair to get to a certain length, don't get me wrong, because it's just easier to style and you ha can have like more diversity of different styles when your hair reaches a certain length. So that's kind of my reasoning. But a lot of people are just like, I want my hair to be long. And so until they get to the point that their hair is that long, they're not happy. And I'm, like, I'm just happy with the process. My hair is healthy. It's not shedding. It's not breaking. Well, it does shed, but like it sheds to a normal amount. Mm -hmm. Like I don't have any breakage. I don't have any difficulty with my hair. Like it's actually growing really, really healthily. And so when the focus becomes health, you can be happy pretty quickly. You can be happy with the process because that's quite easy to see. Oh, Whereas yeah. if you're fixated on length, it's going to take a very long time. Our hair grows, what, maybe half an inch a month on average. The average person's hair grows about half an inch every month. So that's, what, six inches a year. If you're aiming for your hair to be past your boobs, then I'm, you know, you're going to have to wait about five years to be happy. Wow. <laughs> so, and it's like, do you want to wait that long or do you just want to be happy with the fact that it's growing and it's healthy with where it is? And if you're looking for length, great, learn how to manage your hair so that you can maintain and retain length but up until that point why not just be happy with the progress and where you're at oh I love it I just love it um tell me about the main hookup yeah um so like I said that kind of came off the back of going through this journey of transitioning so I was like okay cool I want to find a hairstylist that I can work with that really understands how to manage natural afro hair um 
And I was just like, this is kind of ridiculous that the only way I can find a hairstylist is by word of mouth. I can ask my aunties, I can ask my friends. Come on, aunties. Yeah, I can speak to people, (laughs) but I can't just go online and find somewhere where I can book appointments with these people. You know, you go on the likes of, I don't know if you guys have Treat Well in the States, but Treat Treat Well or Booksy and basically beauty booking platforms where you have people like, you know, people who run hair salons and nail bars and all that kind of stuff. And you can find loads of hairdressers, but very few who manage Afro hair. And I'm like, that's kind of ridiculous that there isn't a platform that really helps people with all textures of hair to find a hairdresser that's suitable for them. Um, And so I, I work in marketing and like digital product development. So I have that kind of half technical background half creative and I just thought instead of waiting for somebody to create a solution I would create one myself there are a couple of options available in the UK there are a couple of brands doing something similar but just not in the way that I would like it to be delivered that's more me thinking with my technical brain like oh I think these features would be really helpful and that kind of thing but um but I just wanted to make a solution to what I could see was an ongoing problem and I also saw my family struggle. So a lot of my family moved from London to a town in, actually, you know what? My geography is really bad. So I'm just going to send my town (laughs) in England. I was about to try and guess where it was. So I'm not going to do that. Um, But a lot of my mum's side of the family moved to a town called Bath. And it's really, it's a lovely little city. It's quite small. Um, they wanted to be somewhere that wasn't as busy or as hectic as London, but they went there and they were like, oh crap, we, we don't know <laughs> where the hairstylists are because it's, you know, it's a small, small city in comparison to London. Um, and if you're, if you're not from there, then you wouldn't necessarily know. And so for like for the best part of a few years, they kept coming back to London to get their hair done. So that's like a two-hour coach journey, two hours in a car. So by the time you paid for a coach ticket or topped up petrol and driven here, they're spending as much on their travel as they are on getting their hair done. And I literally watched them do that for years until they found a woman that's like half an hour away from where they live. And I'm like, that woman has always been there. You just didn't know she was there. So why isn't there something that's helping you to find these people? Um, So it was a kind of combination of my own experience and also watching my family go through that. And it was always quite literally always the women in my family that went through that. Because when my cousin, he's like three, four years older than me, he also moved to Bath. He found a barber's. That's on pretty quick. I'm not sure if it's the same experience for men, if that's also a difficulty, but I right. see with women in particular, it was a problem. Um, so, so, yeah. This is um, UK based, London based. Yep. When are you going to get it out here in <laughs> on the East Coast, at least? Selfishly, I'm like, I'm here on the East Coast. Like, can you make this for America too? Like, in all honesty, like, the idea is for it to be global. So, I'm starting on the side of the pond that I know. I love it. <laughs> that's love that's it. where I'm starting. I'm starting on the on the, on the side of the pond that I know and I'm familiar with. But the idea is definitely to branch out to the states. 
um, especially because that you know there are more there are more people who are experiencing this problem here um, in the states sorry than there would be uh, in the UK just because there are more people <laughs> um, so the more people I can help the better and that's the main thing is that I want to not just help customers but this is also here to help stylists manage their business and run their business really effectively because of all the tools that we offer. We have like booking tools and things that they can do to help manage their business really effectively. So for, for me, there's two halves of this. There is helping customers not have that experience of not knowing where to go, regardless of where they are in the world. So wherever you are in the world, whether you're on holiday or whether you've just moved to somewhere new or whether you've lived somewhere for 20 years, you should be able to know who the local people are that know how to manage your hair and book an appointment with them. So I always want to solve that problem. But I also want to support like predominantly like black businesses that Heck yeah. always like in my eye, I don't understand how black women can spend so much more apparently they tend to spend like five to six times more on their hair and beauty than women of any other race so wow. like how is all that money in this industry but it doesn't seem to be getting to, to... these stylists right it, or at least it doesn't seem to be that money doesn't seem to be effectively getting to them like why isn't there a chain of black hair salons globally like we see chains of European hair of European hair hairdressers across the UK. I'm sure you have them in the States as well, but we just don't really have that for the black hair industry. So I'm like, why isn't that happening and what can we do to help that? And it ultimately starts with helping people to run their business in a way that helps them to make money really effectively. So um yeah, we just charge a monthly subscription fee. I do not plan on taking commission, which a lot of other platforms do. Because I think that, that ultimately defeats the purpose. You're not going to help people to make more money if you're always taking a cut of their appointment. So mm. like that's the the end goal is for it to be a global platform that really serves the community. That's what I want it to do. Um, and yeah, it will that. definitely come to the states without a shadow of a doubt. It will, it will conquer England first. Come on, <laughs> conquer England. <laughs> you better build your empire jade it sounds amazing how can people follow you find you support you all of the things yeah i mean everybody can take a look at the platform so like i said most of the stylists are either in the uk or i've got a couple in europe at the moment so mainhookup.com is where you can go to find us um like online instagram twitter it's at mainhookup and yeah in most social platforms those are the two that we're the most active on everywhere else you just search our name and you'll find us um me personally anybody wants to drop me a line I'm on LinkedIn and you can just google like search me and find me Jade Phillips um I'm happy to speak to people whether they be people who are running their own businesses because you know we've all got to stick together and help each other um or people who are just curious and want to know more so yeah I'm always happy to speak to people oh I love it thank you so so much for joining me today. It's been so great, like getting to hear your opinions and your thoughts on things. You're awesome, Jade. Oh, thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. And yeah, like I said, guys, we'll be coming for America soon, so don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you. Until next time.
And that wraps another episode of Black Hair in the Big League. Y'all, I'm so honored to have such great guests on this show. And if there's somebody who you want to listen to, please drop me a note on my Instagram at Salisha Thomas or at Black Hair Podcast and slip into those DMs and let me know what you want to hear, who you want to hear from. If you haven't already, please subscribe to this podcast, rate it, leave a review, tell a friend, follow us on Patreon at Black Hair in the Big Leagues. Y'all, I am so grateful that you are part of this community. It would not be the same without you. (laughs) Shout out to Wilton Music for producing my theme song, Love COD. Shout out to Colin Tabor for editing this episode and most of these episodes. And shout out to you for listening. Y'all, my heart is so big and I feel so grateful. (laughs) Thank you for listening to Black Hair in the Big Leagues. I'm your host, Alicia Thomas. See you next week. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.